Hey, and welcome to the Jill Lublin Show. I'm so glad you've come for another episode because today's guest is super. You're going to learn a lot. He is James Malinchak, and he is literally one of the most demanded and in-demand motivational keynote speakers. He was featured on the ABC hit, Secret Millionaire, and was twice named National College Speaker of the Year. James has delivered over 3,000 presentations, corporations, associations, business groups, and he speaks for groups ranging from 20 to 30,000. Welcome, James. Hey, Jill. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am so good, and I'm so glad to have you here because you also are, are one of the best coaches in the world, and I know that personally. Um, uh, you're too nice. You got, the, you got the $10 I sent you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so I know there's lots of business people listening, and, and I would love for you to share, you know, what do you think? I know you work a lot with speakers and people who need to be speakers to get their career going. What, what would you say is an important first step uh, just looking at any business person, what would you say? Well, I, I think I call it the, the biggest mistake everybody makes in business. And it doesn't matter which business you're in. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a dry cleaning store owner or if you have an internet business or speakers. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. Every, I, it's the same thing everybody makes a mistake. And it's this, creating a product or service first and then trying to find somebody to buy it right? Or starting a business first and then trying to get customers. So tell you a real story. Um, let's take a flower shop owner. This was somebody that I helped one time. Okay. But let's, let's just take the story for the example. You know, what does the flower shop owner do? Buys a space, leases out a space, does all the renovation for a build out, gets a freezer, gets all inventory, right? Hires staff and people. And then after doing all that, puts a neon sign on the window that's flashing that says open, open, open and says, okay, we're in business. And what they don't realize is their clock is ticking because small business stats say 12 to 18 months, people will be out of business. And here's why, right? They, they didn't come up with the most important thing they have to do. How are we going to get people to walk in the door and buy from us? Seems to me I would have done that first before I went out and got the business, the product, the service and build out, right? Nobody ever does that. And so I think the first step for anybody in business, no matter where you are, if you're right now starting out or if you've been in business for five years, 10 years and you hit a plateau, switch your mindset and realize that the only thing that matters is getting and keeping customers or clients or if you're a physician, patients. Everything else is irrelevant if you don't have that. If you don't have customers and clients or patients, you're out of business. So I would say shift your focus. Uh, don't walk in and focus on all the other stuff. Walk in and focus on bringing in business every day and keeping the business you have. I love that. And I know one of the things that you're famous for, and one of your quotes is always be marketing. ABM, right? ABM, yeah. And that does not stand for awesome bowel movement. <laughs> Well, you know, here, here's the thing, James, and, you know, as a publicity expert, I've seen this too. People are afraid to promote themselves. They get a little gun shy. Oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that or say that. What would you say to them? Well, first of all, yeah, they're 100% right. I totally understand it because we're pre-programmed at an early age, right? Don't talk to strangers. Don't say stuff about yourself, Right. You know, business will just come to you if you're just a great person and you just want to help people, right? And that, that's all great. 
you know, in theory, and that's how we should be. But, you know, P.T. Barnum said it best, a strange thing happens with no publicity. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? It's with marketing. And my line is always, you know, if they don't know about you, they can't buy from you. And so here's what I say to the person who's like, ah, you know, I don't want to be promoting and all that. And, and I, I'll tell you the other reason why. As we grow through life and we watch movies and we see Hollywood stuff and TV shows, you know, if you think about it, the person who is the business guy or lady or the salesperson is always portrayed negatively usually in movies to create drama, right? So you see movies about the, there's even a whole show called American Greed about how business people rip people off, right? And so look at all that programming that comes into our mind and we start to say, I don't want people to think of me like that, so I'm not going to market or I'm not going to sell, right? Uh, or the car salesman in the movie is always like the cheesy looking dude with the big old gold glasses and the toothpick and the shirt opened up and coming at you like, hey, baby. And we start to see that. We go, oh, I don't want people to see me like that in my business. So we hold back from actually telling people about us. And so here's what I always say to folks. I ask a couple of questions. I say, here, I'll ask them to you, Jill. We'll role play. So, Jill, do you believe in what you do? Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, of course, right? You wouldn't be doing it if you didn't. You love it, right? Second question. Do you believe that what you do does what I call AIM, A-M-E, add value, make a difference, and enrich people's lives? And you would yes, say, I do. Then my next thing would be, well, then why don't you tell everybody about what you do? If you believe in yourself and your product, your service, your company, and what you're doing, if you believe you add value, you make a difference, enrich people's lives, what do you want everybody to know about you, right? And the great value you can bring to people's lives. And so here's the last thing I'll say. So what I then tell them is marketing, publicity, which you're phenomenal at, um, selling, however you want to categorize all this stuff, is not something you do to people. It's something you do for people. You're just letting them know your great value exists. So... I love that. And, you know, I know that that is uh, where you come from and uh, the heart with which you do it and, and the focus with which you do it. And, and I love the example that you really give to people that all is possible. And I remember interviewing you for Profit of Kindness, and I'd like yeah, you to talk a little bit. That's that great? Yeah. And I, uh, it's right I out there, your... right behind your head. That's right. I see right <laughs> And that message, of course, is important. One of your messages is uh, that selling is serving and that you can serve through selling. And would you talk a little bit about that? I love your napkin story and different parts about how we can serve and sell. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I thought I had a napkin here. Oh, man, I moved it. I wish I would have known I would have left it here. So, I could it. so here, I'm going to pretend. I'm going to grab a, this is going to be really weird, but this is a sheet of paper. And everybody watching, we're going to pretend this is a napkin. Okay, so I've been teaching this, you know, for, gosh, over 20 years now when I do these talks. And this is the thing that resonates with people more, almost more than anything else I do. And here's what I always say. You know, when you and I are born and we come into this world, we get a, I don't want to cause like static noise, but we get a bib. Great bib. Great bib. 
<laughs> we get a bib placed under our chin. And if you study anything about the mind, we have two parts of our mind. We have our conscious mind, and that's what you and I right now, Jill, are thinking with and talking with. And then we have our subconscious. Okay, when we go to sleep, our conscious goes to sleep. Our subconscious never sleeps. It's sort of the, picture it as the engine that drives the car. The body of the car and all the exterior and all the gadgets, that's the conscious. That's, that's the body. But that's not what really moves the car. What moves the car is the engine. What moves you and I as human beings is the subconscious, our engine. And that engine is always running, and it, which means it always hears and accepts and stores things on the hard drive of the engine computer, if you will. So when this happens to us as an infant, right, the reason this is done, <laughs> the reason this is done is because mom, dad, grandma, grandpa is going to give to us and serve us and take care of us because we're an infant, right? So but what happens is that gets stored in the mind and we go through 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, our whole life of not knowing why, but going through business and life like this, thinking that people should be giving to us. And what I say is how you really get in is you must, must consciously take that bib off from around your neck and turn it into a napkin and drape it over your forearm like you are a server in the finest dining establishment on the planet. And you always approach people with, how can I serve them? What can I do for them? And if you, back to our previous question, if you believe in what you're doing, you know that you aim, A-M-E, add value, make a difference and enrich lives, you should want to tell everybody about you and what you do so you could serve them at the highest level better than anybody else will ever serve them. And so that's what I call the power of the napkin. And now here's the last thing I'll say. As I said earlier, most of us don't even know that we're going through life like this, right? You don't even know because that's ingrained and running. It's the programming running in your computer. But here's the great news. Now that you are aware of it, because we're talking about it, first part of all transformation is awareness. When you are aware, you could choose to switch it that fast. But if you're not aware that you're even doing it, right, and you're not a bad person for doing it, it's just how you, we get programmed in life, right? But if, you, if you're not aware, then you keep going through business and life like this, not even knowing it. But now that you're aware of it, you go, I'm not going to wear the vim anymore. I choose to wear the napkin and go out and serve people. I'm a good person. We're making a difference. We're changing lives. Darn it, I'm going to go tell people about it so I can serve them better. I love that. And I love the paper becoming the napkin. <laughs> Very innovative, right? And, like a and that, <laughs> I love that. And, and James, I know that, you, you know, you've always been at the forefront of helping people really make money. In fact, I think, uh, just tell us a little bit of your history, what you used to do, and then how you became yeah. and doing what you're doing now. So um, I started out living in a van down by the river. No, that's, that's the old motivation. <laughs> Your joke <laughs> like everybody's got the old like rags to story and it was the old saturday night lives kid that i lived in a van down by the river so so uh i i grew up in a tiny steel mill town uh went to university of cincinnati to play college basketball then i transferred went to university of hawaii graduated from there moved to los angeles started my career as a stockbroker financial consultant because it's what i always wanted to do and long story short uh did really well there my first year and won most outstanding performance out of the uh, all my people in the training class, which were about 200 of us from around the world. 
and was number one in new account openings. And so I, I started getting asked to speak. And I was like, speak? What do, you, what do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, tell, could you tell our folks how you built their business, your business, and how you did it so fast? And I was like, yeah, but I don't really do that. You know, I'm, I'm a stockbroker. I'm a, I'm a financial guy. And they said, well, we need to speak for an hour. Couldn't you just come and tell them how you did it? I, was like, eh, I don't really do that. And this, this guy said, well, I'll pay you 5,000 bucks. I said, man, I speak. I talk. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Mama didn't raise no fool. Somebody wants to hand you some money. You shut up and take it. <laughs> right? and, and that was my first, like, entree into speaking when I was a full-time broker. And I used to manage the investments of celebrities and entertainers and famous authors and I had an office on Rodeo Drive down in Beverly Hills and I happened to be right in the Mecca of it. And so uh, I thought naturally when I would transfer into speaking, cause I thought it was pretty cool and I would like it. So I ended up selling my part of the business to my um, partner and uh, jumped into speaking thinking, okay, here I am. No, great. I'm ready to be booked. And like all I heard was chirp, chirp, chirp. Right. And that's when I really realized well, if nobody knows about you, they can't book you. You'd be the greatest speaker in the world. If nobody knows about you, you're broke sitting at home. You can have the greatest sandwiches in the world in your sandwich shop. But if nobody's walking in your front door, you just got a lot of inventory. Right. And so that's that's what really made And Long story short, I started to get so financially broke because I did something that I don't believe anybody should do. It's that old myth jump and the net will appear while well, I jumped from one really great lucrative career into this new thing thinking that oh I was successful here so it will just naturally work for me here and and nobody called eight ten months I blew through all the money I had and I was so broke I was working in a video store making seven dollars an hour Montrose video in Montrose California and just wondering why I'm a loser and a failure and like, why can't I make this work? And then a mentor told me something that was the turning point for me. He said, look, you could have that message, but you've got to get to people who book speakers and get them to pick you, or you're never going to get booked and paid to speak. And that resonated with me. And, and, and I thought about it. Well, that's all I did as a broker. I got to people who had money to invest and I asked them to invest with me, and boom, did really well. And I'm like, well, duh, why didn't I see that when I got into speaking? And, you know, and I think a lot of us don't catch that, you know, but first part of transformation is awareness. When you're aware, you can shift and transform. So I just became really good at going after people who were my ideal prospect and converting them to pick me, same way I did as a stockbroker. Right. Same way you teach students to do to go after uh, different folks for PR, whether it's producers or writers and pitch them in a great way so that the person involved in the media picks your student to be in their media. We're doing it every day. I just, it just dawned on me that I had to do that. And so, but once I did that, you know, as they say, the rest is history, you know, 3000 plus presentations and, written 22 books and get to meet great and share the stage with great people like you. That's how we first met. I think it was, um, was it Adam Urbanski's event where we first met? I think it might've been. Ago? Yeah. Yes. Something like 10, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, something. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's amazing how wonderful the quality is, right? And, oh, yeah. and I think what I love about you too is that you, you really work with, I'll call them, you know, ordinary business people to create lucrative ways to grow prospects and get more business using speaking and great marketing yeah. tactics. Yeah. And that's what I love about you, that you can really be in almost any industry. And like you say, oh, if they don't know yeah. about you, how will they connect to you, right? Yeah, you know, what's a funny thing is most of the clients I work with now are not actually what you would call speakers. They're business owners who speak, the majority of them. I would say 80% of them. You know, you would think that like, oh, you work with just people who are full-fledged people. Nope. No, most of my folks are, you know, they own a financial planning business and they never thought about they could be paid for their knowledge while they're running their business. And, you know, so, yeah, it's really, um, I really say that I, I, I work with entrepreneurs and just, I hate to say this, but teach them how to make more money. <laughs> like, I still, if, I, if you had to say, well, what do you do? I said, I work with regular entrepreneurs and teach them a whole bunch of different ways to make more money. That's what and I really do. <laughs> I love that. And I, I love that you take that stand because it is, as, as you teach about profit, about marketing, about yeah. moving people to, you know, creating revenue, period. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you are in business, you and I are in business to create sales and business and revenue and anybody that doesn't want to believe that will not be in business very long right so you have two sides I always say you have two sides of the coin as an entrepreneur you have what you do right in what you know sandwich shop makes great food loves talking to people loves you know creating a family atmosphere for people to come in and eat right that's the the giving part but he or she always forgets that the flip side of the coin they're running a business and it's part of their job to create offers that keep people coming in again and again. You know, they should be creating like the, you know, the sandwich shop club, you know, the monthly club where people are paying monthly to be a part of the club to get VIP service. They should be doing mailings out to get me to come in on my birthday, bring family in, do catering. But they don't ever think like that because they think if I just make great sandwiches, everyone will show up. And to a certain extent, that's true, but uh, I believe that if you have great sandwiches, it is your duty to let people know what joy you can bring to their bellies, <laughs> right? It's, it's like, if, you know, if I'm working with you and you're my coach and I've got this great book or a great anything, um, if I don't follow your guidance and reach out to producers and to people who can write articles, guess what? They're never going to promote me. <laughs> right? they it don't is. I exist. <laughs> yes, it's so similar. And I love the fact that you do that. So just as a final thought, is there any, we'll call it a success secret you would like to leave our viewers with? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I hesitate saying it this way, but I'm going to be so bold to say, you know, and like you, Jill, I've read so many books and gone through so many courses and heard speakers like, you know, you and I are lifelong learners, right? Um, so if we've learned a lot of different strategies. But if I could be so bold and say, I think I have cracked the code on the secrets to success. There's only three of them. Okay. And I'm, I'm being bold here, right? There's only three, three principles that will like make anybody successful if they follow these foundational principles. Okay. That's a bold claim. Number one is mindset. 
I'm not talking wishful pie in the sky thinking. I'm not talking about sitting on the couch in the lotus position going, um, 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 I hope the window opens up and customers walk through my window, right? I haven't found that. I, I tried it, but that never worked for me. But so it's not like pie in the sky wishful thinking. It's actually thinking differently on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis, right? If you want to be a seven-figure entrepreneur or an eight-figure entrepreneur, well, how does a seven or eight-figure entrepreneur think? What does he or she think about on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, right? How do they think about running their business? How do they think about life-work balance, if you will? But that's not enough because there's a lot of folks who preach mindset, right? But it's incomplete. That's just one piece of the triangle, okay? The second part is skill set. You can have the greatest mindset in the world, but if you don't go out and get certain skills, right? So I can have a great, let's take buying real estate. I can have the greatest mindset. Like I'm going to be successful in real estate. Okay, I understand I need to you know, buy and hold for the long term and get positive cash. Okay, I get that. But, but the reality is I still don't know how to do real estate. I have to go learn how to do lease options. I've got to learn how to do rents. I got to learn how to flip properties. You know, I got to learn how to keep tenants. Those are all skills that you have to learn in a training somewhere. Okay. So it's mindset. Number two, it's skill set, but that's not enough. There's a, I realize there's a missing piece, which is the third part of the triangle mindset, skill set. And then number three, get off your assets and do something. So many people shift their mindset. So many people go get training and then they come home and they put it up on the shelf and turn it into shelf help instead of using it as self-help. You gotta, I love Jim Rohn, what, what the legendary speaker and author Jim Rohn said, one of my favorite quotes, he said, when it all comes down to it, you cannot hire other people to do your push-ups for you. You gotta do the push-ups if you wanna get in shape, right? And if you change your mindset, you go and get some skills, you got to do the push-ups to put it in action. But that's where I found that a lot of people don't talk about that when it comes to success. They'll teach all these strategies, but they will never like really emphasize how, okay, you've got the mindset, you've got some skills now, now let's go put this stuff in action and, and make the rubber re meet the road so we can get it moving, even if it's, if it's the wrong way, because we can course correct. So that's what I believe. Mindset, skill set, get off your assets. <laughs> James, you, you're just so incredible the way you put together information, such a cogent, simple and, and fabulous to remember and, and confront of. I hope you're all listening and frankly taking notes because he just laid some important and valuable tips for you. And I, I know, James, people are going to want to know more from you. How do they get a hold of you and what can you give them? Oh, it's real simple. The easiest way is to go to the main website, which is just simply bigmoneyspeaker.com. Real easy to remember, www.bigmoneyspeaker.com. And um, man, I'll tell you, if you to, to make this easy, if you have a message, story, or how-to advice, and you would like to get paid for sharing that, then I'm your guy. If you want to know how to do PR and get into any form of media, then Jill is your, your gal on that. And if you want to learn, you know, how to get paid for what's up here, you know, which is something you may have never thought of before, you know, um, financial planner never thinks, wow, I could teach other financial planners how to build their business the way I did. Right. So, yeah, if that's what you want to do, then I'm probably a good fit for you. Oh, thank you, James, so much for oh, thank the you, value. <laughs> Absolutely. The value of what you bring always appreciate you so much. 
Appreciate you. Anything for you, Jill. Anytime you need something. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for watching. I, I uh, Go take a peek at jilllublin.com. And also keep practicing a conscious act of kindness. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.